0: The following program is not intended for children under 13, even though 13 is the spookiest of numbers. It contains coarse language, mature content, stories about ghosts. It's kind of spooky. And also, I am not responsible for the things that come out of my wife's mouth. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to another episode of
1: Spooky
0: Stories. I'm your ghost host, Matt McComb, the kooky one.
1: And I'm your spooky host, Kaya. And today, we're going to take a trip to Quebec and visit a little town called Clarendon, which is about 10 kilometers away from Shawville for anybody who lives in Quebec. Um, Our story today includes... Creepy children, some poltergeists, some psychic events. Wait, wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. Can we talk about something less spooky? Like, Like... uh, let's see here, Uh, handbags, or playing basketball, or how about boobies?
1: (laughs) Um, As much as I know that you don't enjoy talking about these spooky stories... That's what our podcast is, and let's get into it. Okay. Okay. So our story starts back in the late 1800s, and we are going to hang out with a family called the Dag family. So we have George and Susan and their three children, Eliza, Mary, and John. They're just living like their Stardew Valley life. They're farming, they're harvesting crops, they're-
0: Trying to get it down to the last level of the mine (laughs) so they can get some- Plasmatic shards so their damn wife will get an engagement ring and stop bugging him.
1: (laughs) Taking care of their lives. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So they're living their best farm life with their three children. And then in 1885, they decide, hey, we don't have enough children, but I don't want to be pregnant again. So let's adopt a child. Oh, adopt. Yeah. I'm
0: adopted.
1: You are. But sometimes adopted children aren't always as great as you are <laughs>
0: so, uh, yeah great.
1: yeah. Um, so anyways, in 1885 they adopted a side note
0: are we gonna scare people off from adoption because like that doesn't make <laughs> me feel very good.
1: I hope not, but like we'll see what happens. Mm. So in 1885 they decide to adopt um, a little girl by the name of Dinah McLean. She was 11 years old and was a participant in the Child Immigration Scheme, which placed underprivileged children from the UK in homes in Canada.
0: Oh, yeah, that sounds like a real scheme, putting kids that don't have homes into home in Canada. And getting them out of Britain and getting them some freaking teeth. Okay,
1: well, let's talk about this for a minute, because while she was adopted, she wasn't actually an orphan, um, and her birth mother still lived in Glasgow until she died in 1894. So, we don't really know. Was she, like, given up willingly? Was she taken, like, in some weird scheme. We don't know.
0: Did her mom turn into a bear and then she had to kill her because she was a bear and tried to maul her?
1: Anyway, so she ends up in this program, ends up in Canada, and becomes the fourth child for George and Susan Degg. So the first few years that Dinah lived with them were peaceful and happy and everyone was good and...
0: And then she went to college and everything went a little (laughs) sideways because she wanted to get an arts degree. That's what you're going to tell me, right? That's spooky.
1: Um, sure. So let's first start off in the fall of 1889. So things start getting a little weird around the Deg farm. Um, the first signs of trouble didn't really like relate to anything spooky per se and weren't really like paranormal or you know anything that we normally talk about on this podcast so the first instance was a two dollar bill that George had given to Susan...
0: Those don't exist anymore.
1: ...disappeared. They don't exist anymore. We do have a few thanks to my Nana, which we will hold on to, um, but they're not something you can find anymore. You are correct.
0: Is that because this little girl took them all?
1: (laughs) Maybe. Let's listen on and find out. So this $2 bill that he had given Susan disappeared, only to be found under the bed of their farmhand, Dean who claimed he had no idea where it came from.
0: No idea. No
1: idea. So that was the first thing that happened. Um, and then after that, Susan was just, like, heading downstairs one morning to do her farm wife duties and cook and clean and get everything ready for the day. And she walked into the kitchen and found poop smeared Everywhere. Oh my
0: god, isn't that the worst? <laughs> right? They must have had a dog.
1: So they didn't have a dog, um, and she believed that the poop had been brought into their house by Dean the poor Oh, I thought you were gonna hand. say
0: demons.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nope, Dean the poor farmhand again is being accused of doing this.
0: Deal a $2 bill, <laughs> smear poop all over the floor. I mean, those are the things that Dean does.
1: <laughs> right? Damn it, Dean! Anyways, so George was so mad about, you know, the stolen $2 bill and the poop smears all over the kitchen. I don't I can't even say that without laughing. Um that he dragged Dean in front of a judge to Explain himself.
0: Did he put his face in the poop? <laughs>
1: bad Dean. Bad. No. So I mean, maybe there's no. Record. There's no way to tell. It was
0: 1889. It was 1889. Two dollar bills still existed. There's no
1: record. I mean, the all the newspaper articles I found surrounding this were literally just about like the stuff that we're gonna talk about. Poor Dean. So now Dean's in front of a judge. The judge is like, dude, you smear poop on their ticket, <laughs> like. Sorry. Um, and <laughs> By the way,
0: this podcast is not for children under 13, but we forgot to mention that we are also under 13.
1: <laughs> so true. Um, anyways. Um, and then Dean has to be like, yo, man, like, I didn't smear the poop. I didn't steal the $2 bill. I don't know what the shit's going on. Literally. Um, so while they're in front of the judge, Susan found more poop smeared throughout the house. Making her believe...
0: It was demons. Poop demons.
1: (laughs) That Dean was innocent. And Dean never returned to the farm after
0: this. (laughs) Can you blame him? Right? I ain't going back there to tell me that I smeared poop on the (laughs) farm. Tell me I stole $2 bills. No way. No how.
1: So, so Dean's gone. And weird things continue to happen. So... Obviously, Dean wasn't the problem, um, but maybe Dina was or Dinah. I'm not sure. Let's let's go with Dinah. That sounds better. Um, so someone's
0: in the kitchen with Dinah, <laughs> smearing all the poop on the floor.
1: Okay. Anyways, so anytime Dinah was around, strange and unexplainable things began happening around the farm. Uh, things like spontaneous fires would break out. There was even a day where like eight spontaneous fires broke out while this girl was around. Okay, like
0: eight spontaneous fires, like eight just s- random ones. Throughout yeah, the, just, like oh all- god, our pigs on fire
1: <laughs> and our cow, like all over the farm. <laughs> Objects would fly around the property of their own volition. So like milk jugs would just be like flying through That the is air. a violation. Like a Disney movie. <laughs> like,
0: that is a violation. You've got these freaking objects just flying over, pitchforks and cows.
1: I think you mistook me saying violation for violation. Volition. However, <laughs> uh, who's telling the story here? You or me?
0: Sorry, I'm the kooky one. I got to keep it up. Okay,
1: um, let's continue. Stones would be thrown through the windows. A harmonica was playing on its own. I mean, harmonicas are creepy enough on their own, and they're then tough to play on their like, own. To like, to like, have it just sitting on the table, and you hear like this little ditty. I'd be like, oh, hell no, uh-uh. I'm out." Uh-uh. No out. way. Um, and then they would also see like a rocking chair rocking back and forth while it was empty. They claimed that it was something else. I don't know. It could have been the wind from the broken windows. The wind. It that was that the all rocks the wind. Were see the
0: wind through. blew the rocks into right? the glass.
1: Like the I don't wind. Know.
0: Just, like, manipulated the harmonica and played the harmonica and blew the rocking chair. It's all explained by the wind. The wind Um, smeared the poop on the floor.
1: But the wind doesn't explain how Dinah would wake up to find that her hair had been cut in her sleep. Hmm. Weird, right?
0: Did she like the cut? Because I'm I'm trying to find a new barber myself. Maybe. I don't know. Hit me up in the comments below.
1: Yeah. Poltergeist haircuts. (laughs) with haunting. So the entity which was presenting itself, it would only present itself to Dinah or the other children. And each child saw something different when they saw the entity. So um, it took on a different form with each child. With one child, it was like a large black dog. With another child, it was like a man with a cow's head, which reminds me of American Horror Story Season 3. Shout out, I love, that's my favorite season. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. Coven, it's the best. And even an angel, like all in white. So it was taking on some very different forms man
0: with cow's head black dog black dog white angel White angel
1: yeah they're all the same which right? one saw
0: the white angel um it doesn't... i'm guessing whichever one saw the white angel is not the one that smeared all the poop on the floor <gasps>
1: probably not so anyways everybody's like okay there's weird shit happening dinah's cray cray like what's happening we need to figure this out well the strangest thing about this poltergeist, or ghost, or whatever we want to call it, or entity, which or is... Or the wind. The entity is what I'm going to refer to it as, because there's no, like, proof that it's a poltergeist, but maybe. Who knows? Um, Anyways, the strangest thing about this entity, compared to most other ghosts, poltergeists, demons, anything that's haunting you... Poor um demons. ...was that people could hear it talk. Okay. So, what anytime. Dinah was around. People could hear this other entity talking. Smear
0: poop on the floor.
1: Smear it. But the entity didn't use Dinah's voice. It used the deep voice of an older man. Okay. So you got this little girl. This 11-year-old girl. And anytime she's around, she's like hanging out. And then you hear just this voice of like this old man.
0: Just, like, coming from behind her?
1: Just from wherever. Like, you just would hear this voice.
0: Was he playing the harmonica? Maybe. Was it Billy Joel?
1: Maybe. Like, I don't know. Or maybe it's, like, the ghost that went on to be Billy Joel. that man
0: never dies. Who
1: knows? So, anyways, this one could talk. And it actually proved it was cognizant of what was happening many times. To the point where you'll hear later in the story where it actually, like, had full-out conversations with people. So, it was fully aware... Of what was happening around it. So, like, it knew it was smear and poop. It knew it was throwing rocks. And it knew how to play the blues, okay? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. So, there's a bunch. If you look up this online, which you don't have to because any of the photos and stuff I can share on our social media or our website. Um, but one of the very old newspaper clippings I found from 1889...
0: I gotta see this.
1: Talked about... How about you listen to the story first? You can look up later.
0: Okay, fine. Kay. I'm a very visual learner, okay? I
1: understand, but when you're a visual learner, you're not actually listening to me. Is there any me. pictures
0: of the poop demon?
1: <laughs> there is no smeared poop <laughs> pictures anywhere. So, one time while George's mother was at the home with the children, so I guess like... George and Susan went away for a for a mummy daddy weekend, and Grandma was there taking care of the kids. Um, she was in one of the kids' bedrooms, just like cleaning up, tidying up. You know, kids are disgusting and messy, and you have to clean up after them all the time.
0: Because they're smearing poop.
1: The <laughs> and Dinah comes into the room and goes, "These are the exact words that she used, according to this newspaper article."
0: Her and the old man.
1: No, in her voice. Oh, grandmother. See the big black thing pulling off the bed clothes, which you know, like, just seem like words until you hear that grandma turned to see the clothes being pulled up in the middle, but nothing was there. So there's just like,
0: what's sorry, what's the bed like, clothes?
1: So bed clothes are like your sheets.
0: You the pants for your
1: bed. <laughs> right, your pants. Your bed wears pants. Um, so basically they're just like your sheets and stuff. Anyways, they're like just hovering above the bed, and nothing's there. But Dinah sees, like, this big black It's definitely the wind. Right? Totally the wind. So everybody knew that Dinah was a little cray-cray and didn't want to, like, fuck with her. Like, I don't fuck with you. <laughs> you know? Like, kind of thing. Um,
0: you play the blues.
1: So she hands a whip stock to Dinah. So it's, like, a thing that they use to... Clean. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what a whip is. if anybody knows, let me know. Um, but it's, I've seen
0: a whip sock. So
1: you know what it is. So apparently she encouraged Dinah to use that on the air on it till the bedclothes dropped and it seemed like the entity was gone. Child,
0: that thing be floating. I so. might as well just smack it. Smack it good child.
1: So yeah, kids are seeing things. Grandma's seeing bedclothes floating around. Damn! Bed pants
0: coming off again.
1: Dinah's whipping things, whipping the air. Did that
0: work though? Is it saying the story? If whipping, says, whipping the bed clothes, are- it
1: said that she whipped the air until they were gone, and and like it even tells you in the article, it says that like a neighbor came in because she had, like, heard, she, I don't know, she was, like, walking by the farm or something, I don't know, heard the commotion, came in, saw this happening, and just stood there and watched it happen, because literally everybody knew Dinah was cray-cray.
0: Yeah, he probably came literally. in there and was like, well, but Everybody's like,
1: I don't know what where this little girl came from, but, like, don't adopt. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, I, hey, 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 come on. okay.
0: I never made no black dog appear in my house. You can talk to my parents.
1: Have you seen the movie Orphan? No. Okay. Maybe don't watch it.
0: Is this the one where she's like,
1: are you mad? I am your daughter. No, that's um, The Others with Nicole Kidman. Okay. Uh, Also a great movie. But in Orphan, they adopt this child that came over from, like, Russia. If you haven't seen Orphan... Plunker Is that the one
0: where she goes, earmuffs? Like, are you mad? No, no. No, wait, that's British.
1: Earmuffs, for anybody who hasn't seen the movie, because spoiler alert, um, at the end, she, this 11-year-old girl actually turns out to be a grown woman who just wants to murder everybody in the family so she can have sex with the dad. So, like, this kind of gave me some, Super like... Super
0: spoiler alert. It's
1: kind of gave me some, like, orphan vibes, because, like, weird things are, are happening. Are you saying
0: that 11-year-old girl just wanted <laughs> to have sex with the father? <laughs> So she made the bedpants float.
1: <laughs> this girl smear poop on the floor. I mean, this girl and framed
0: poor Dean.
1: This girl was sent from the UK to Canada by her mother. Potentially, she's probably got some daddy issues. Okay, so let's continue with like what happened with Dinah and this creepy ass entity that's hanging out. That's not Dean. Maybe Billy Joel. So the Dags had no idea, no idea how to stop what was going on. They're like. We're being haunted by something. That is cray. We can't get rid of her, though, because we promised we'd give her a good life. So we got to figure out what we're going to do.
0: Yeah.
1: So they decided to seek out the help of others. And their first...
0: Yeah, there's with Nicole Kidman. They watched it, sure. <laughs> and then they were like, "Oh, I, mean, I know what to do. Kill I mean, this then, child." Then,
1: the first person that they sought out kind of does give me some the other vibes um, because they consulted with an elderly woman that was local, who was known as the Witch of Plum Hollow. She was long credited with having many supernatural powers, so that's how she got her name. Anyways, um,
0: what, how many supernatural powers?
1: They they didn't say. They just said many. Many supernatural powers. Okay. I don't know. Could
0: she tell when it's going to rain based on, like, if there's clouds out there or... Maybe.
1: Okay. They don't specify. What they do specify, however, is that she conducted a seance to see if she could figure out what was going on, why these people were being haunted, why Dinah was creepy, why everything was happening when only she was around and and not any other time.
0: Side note, dear audience, this is the part where they all hold hands, and then the expert that they brought in to make everything better dies, and then they're like, oh, shit. This is not going to be good for us.
1: So that's basically what a seance is, but usually people don't die right away. It's usually like you hold the seance, the ghost comes and inhabits somebody's body, and then they die later because the ghost like throws well, them off.
0: Well, you've seen more horror movies because, than I have. Because like,
1: the ghost throws them off a cliff or something. But I tell me
0: what happens in this story. So
1: they conduct the seance, and then after the seance, she declares that the troubles were being caused by a neighboring widow woman and her children. Okay. Yeah. So
0: the neighbors were doing it. So the
1: neighbors are doing some crazy witchcraft or something to cause all this weird shit to happen to the Dag family. Oh, well,
0: that's easier.
1: Seems legit, right? Freaking neighbor. So the Dags go over and they call out their neighbor. and They're like, yo, bitch, what going on? Why you...
0: Why you be haunting us? Why you be
1: haunting us, right? And she's like, yo, dog, like, it ain't me. Okay? <laughs> this neighbor, her name was Mrs. Wallace. She declared that her and her children knew nothing. They had nothing to do with this. Um, and she even visited the Dag house to prove her innocence. Like she went to the house and was like, I'm going to sit here and we're going to see what happens. And nothing happened. You know why nothing happened? Dinah wasn't there. So,
0: oh. wasn't Mrs.
1: Wallace, wasn't her children.
0: So that witch is, like, not very good at all. So the witch
1: isn't very good. The seance wasn't successful at all.
0: That witch was just garbage. And
1: now they have crappy neighbors like we do because they hate each other. So.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to our good neighbors.
1: Um, so, obviously, that didn't solve their problem. There's still shit flying around their house. There's still this creepy old man talking to them whenever Dinah's around. So they reach out to... An individual whose name is Percy Woodcock. Now, if that's not a name, that sounds spectacular. That sounds
0: like a man who's got a mustache.
1: So, this man Percy Woodcock. A well-known artist, journalist...
0: This was in Quebec, right? Yeah. So, he definitely wore a beret.
1: Probably. Artist...
0: Was it raspberry?
1: (laughs) Journalist, (laughs) student of psychology. Uh, And they wanted him to come and investigate. So... He's like, yeah, man, I'll come check this out. Um, I don't know what's going on, but, like, I'll come see.
0: I'll bring my raspberry beret.
1: Yeah. So he brings his raspberry beret and his whole entire laboratory of, like, paranormal hunting shit.
0: And his paints and an easel. Yeah,
1: to their house. So he comes and he's like, okay, I'm going to investigate. We're going to find out what's going on. So he's like, he gets there and he's, they've given him, like, a part of their barn or something to set up his little, like, L- like, investigator's lab in, I don't know, in the 1880s. Like, I don't know what kind of stuff you've got to, like, investigate paranormal stuff because you don't have, like, that beep-beep that machine that we've talked about. <laughs> the boop-boop. The boop-boop. Sorry. So you, you're you pretty much, you don't have, like, those, I mean, you maybe have those, like, have you seen those wires that people use sometimes? That yeah, when yeah. You hold them yeah. I forget what they're called. Dowsing um, rod? That's what it is, yeah. yeah. Um. That's supposed to, like help you communicate with ghosts. I mean, maybe he had that, but, like... Helps
0: you communicate with ghosts. But, like, you don't
1: have the boop-boop machine, so you're relying on your physical boop, right? Yeah. Um So he, they give him, like, a little space, and he sets everything up, and he's, like, setting things up. And Dinah comes in to, like, say, to say hi, meet him, because they're like, Dinah's the one that's weird. And she walks into where Percy is setting up his stuff, Um, and she begins to speak to the entity.
0: What did she say?
1: She's like, I don't know what she said, but she's like having a conversation with the entity and Percy's like, what? (laughs) Like, what's going on here? And then he's like, Why also? Chocolate blue, what is going on? (laughs) He's also like, why am I hearing like this old man? Yeah. Right? Because it's weird. There's, like, this little girl. Is she just, like, a really good, like, ventriloquist? Like, what's going on? Um. So, it's this old man. So, then Percy begins to chastise the entity.
0: Oh, She's that's going to end well man. for Percy. Right? Yeah.
1: So we're going to find out about, about... He's
0: a strong man. That. He'll be fine.
1: <clears throat> so... He begins chastising him. He's like, you shouldn't be haunting this little girl. I don't know what you're doing. Sacre bleu. Um, (laughs) And then, like, just has, like, a full-out conversation with the entity while Dinah's
0: Like,
1: just a whole conversation. You you
0: can tell that we're not very good on the whole French thing. While this girl is just,
1: like, hanging out there. Caitlin, if you're listening, I'm really sorry.
0: (laughs) Also John.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, so after meeting with Dinah... um, Percy believed that she may be an unconscious medium. So, you know what a medium is.
0: Oh, yeah. We know. We
1: all know what a medium is. Especially, We have
0: a little bit of history with them, their mediums.
1: Especially if you've been friends with me for a long time, you know my history with mediums.
0: Maybe we'll do another <coughs> episode about maybe, mediums.
1: Maybe. I mean, it's kind of, some of it's kind of spooky and could fall under it. Anyways, so he believed that she was an unconscious medium, which means she's a medium, but she's not aware of her powers and doesn't know how to harness them, how to control them. Oh. Like, she doesn't understand what's going on.
0: She's an X-Man.
1: So she's an X-woman. basically an undiscovered X-Man, right? <laughs> um, so <laughs> he believes that because she is this unconscious medium, that's what's causing the family to have all these troubles.
0: And he takes him, her, um, her, to the... your school for gifted children?
1: Well, he doesn't really take her to a school, but he does take her aside and decides to have a conversation with her about... He he explains to her, like, what a medium is, what they experience, kind of, like, what happens to them, and confirms that, hey, Dinah's a medium.
0: Does she have the shining?
1: She does not have the shining, but she...
0: I thought Jack Nicholson was going to make another appearance in the story.
1: (laughs) But she sure can talk to dead people and mm-hmm, spirits, mm-hmm. Um, which then leads him to discover that she's connected to a truly evil and unpleasant spirit that resides in the woodshed on the farm. Kay. What? Okay. So not only is Dinah cray cray, things are falling around are flying around. There's Billy Joel's playing the harmonica. There's poop being smeared in the kitchen. Now she's a medium and now she's connected to a creepy ass evil not pleasant spirit in the woodshed.
0: We don't know what Billy Joel's like in person, so I can only imagine, though, it's it's much worse than a Billy Joel.
1: Right? Okay. So, Percy decides, hey, she's connected to this creepy spirit, this evil spirit in the woodshed. I'm going to check it out. Right? Percy's brave. Brave French, the brave French artist. <laughs> with a mustache. With a mustache and his beret. So, Percy heads to the woodshed, and he, now that he knows what's going on, he walks in. And the minute he walks in, he is just overcome with dread and the feeling that he isn't alone. So we've talked about this before. The feeling that of not being alone. You're like, I never feel that because I have lots of friends. Um, I feel it all the time. It's when you're not home. Yeah, like that's it's,
0: because I'm always home.
1: You're not always home. Anyways. And the dogs are always home. Lesson. Quick lesson here. Don't research ghost stories at home alone at 11 o'clock at night when your husband's at his friend's house. You feel like you're not alone. Um, anyways, so Percy has all these feelings when he walks in the woodshed, but he's like, okay, you're haunting Dinah. You're messing with her family. I'm going to call you out. I'm okay? going to call you out. So he calls out to the spirit and was like, what are you doing? What's up? What's but also, up? Holmes, what's your name? <laughs> right? Um, he demands to know the name. He's calling the spirit out. He's, he's like, like,
0: play me a song. You're he's the like, piano man. You need
1: to stop. Um, and he was greeted. So the response to him calling out this demon and demanding the name Demon was to hear It was a poop demon. Was to hear a growl. Well, this evil entity that's in the woodshed. He hears a growling and it goes, I am the devil. If you do not leave this place now, I will break your neck. So what does brave Percy do? He runs. Gets the fuck out of there! Of course! He's like, bye! He leaves all his shit and just takes off back to wherever Percy came from. Mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. So... This isn't the end. We see of Percy, but Percy's like, "I need some time." Like, I it's need not, some time.
0: The devil just threatened to break like, my He's like, "It's not
1: me. It's you. I just need some space." <laughs> yeah, we were on a break, okay?
0: They were not on a. Well, no, no, they were definitely on a break. They were on a break. Yeah, yeah. they were on a break. I'm on um, team. They were on a break.
1: So, so keep in mind that this whole this whole thing happens over like the span of six months. Okay. okay, so this, this has
0: been going on for a while. This, so
1: this is about, we're about three months into this haunting shit going on, and Percy comes back, and with Percy comes 17 witnesses to see what's going on, to check out the crazy. He just
0: like, he's like, you must listen to me. He's There's like, so many he's bad like, things I need, happening at the he's shed. He's like,
1: I need witnesses because people aren't going to believe this batshit crazy story.
0: Yes. Someone threatened to break my neck, so I need to bring other people into this. So he brings
1: 17 witnesses back to the farm with him.
0: Just like friends? Family?
1: I don't know where he found them. Random
0: villagers? Yeah, basically.
1: Basically just random villagers. So he brings them back, and they experience the craziness that's going on. They see things flying. They hear the voice with Dinah. They're terrified to go in the woodshed because Percy's like, no, no, don't go in there. (laughs) Um... And then they all sign a statement against Dinah, okay? Saying that strange things are happening when this girl's present, it's messed up, this girl's whack, okay? So he gets the signatures, he goes back, he like goes back to the newspaper, they report all his stories, they're like reporting his findings, blah, 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 whatever. The hauntings begin to subside after this. So we're probably about like, Four, five months in. Maybe close to... Like, four to five months in. And we're getting towards the end. So, they start subsiding. Things aren't as, like, crazy. Things aren't, like, really flying anymore. They're able to keep their windows intact. Because, like, the rocks aren't coming through. Billy Joel's pieced out. There's no harmonica playing going on. The wind's left the rocking chair alone. Everything's, like, calming down. Dinah's still talking to people. But, like, I don't think that's ever going to stop. Um... So, one day, George and Susan are just, like, out working the fields or whatever they're doing, and the children come running, and they're like, Mom, Dad, probably like, Mama, Papa, I don't know what they said in the 1800s. Um, Children are creepy, and they, who cares, really? But they come running and tell George and Susan that the entity has told them that he would be departing and no longer causing any trouble for the family. And everybody's like, cool, he's leaving. So they're all just like standing in the field. And then the children are like, look. So because they were the ones that could see the entity, they just apparently watch as this entity is being raised into the sky while singing hymns to God, and he's like, "I'm going home," <gasps> and I don't know why, but like, to the place where I right? belong. I don't know why, but like, so apparently he like was like in the angel form, but for some reason, when I was like researching this and writing this, I was picturing the end of Rocky Horror Picture Show where they're just like they're all just being raised into the sky. Anyways. When you see that, you'll understand.
0: Did did this guy do the time warp again?
1: Unfortunately not, um, but this angel is, like, raised in the sky, seeing hymns. There was a big burst of light. It was gone, and nothing weird ever happened again.
0: So the devil went to heaven after terrorizing a tiny little Quebec town.
1: Basically. Um, so the poltergeist was never heard from. Poltergeist entity, whatever we want to call it, was never heard from again. The family kept Dinah for another year or so. Then Dinah went to live with Grandma and Grandpa Dag for a little while. And then they're like, uh, we can't handle it anymore. Because remember, Dinah's a medium. So she's talking to spirits. So like the the one from the farm has gone. But anything with her isn't gone. So eventually Dinah was sent to the, I'm going to butcher this name. But the way it's written is the Fairno Home, which is in Brockville. Um, so she was sent to an orphanage. <laughs> Dinah. But she had her parents was sent still. to an orphanage. The entity was never heard from again. And that's that.
0: Did Percy Woodcock get to write his tell all book?
1: Percy Woodcock got to write his articles in the newspaper, and you can actually Google them and find them if you want to read what his findings are. Uh, no. Fast cap for the story. So, Dinah was adopted by George and Susan Dagg in 1885. She was a child brought over from the UK and apparently some child immigration scam. I don't know, but we'll figure it out later. In 1889, after a couple years where everything was hunky-dory, everything starts going fucking weird. Things start moving. Things start disappearing. Poops smeared on the house. They blame the farmhand. The farmhand leaves. Never comes back. Weird things keep happening. Uh, Things are flying through the air. Stones are flying through the windows. Billy Joel is playing harmonica. The rocking chair is rocking with the wind. And There's creepy voices in the woodshed. They go to a witch. The witch does a seance. The seance doesn't work. It just makes a neighbor angry because they blamed her for everything. Now they have bad neighbors. (laughs) Then they go to Percy Woodcock. Percy decides that, hey, Dinah's a medium. Let's tell her what she is. Let's give her all these extra powers. He goes in to try and confront an evil poltergeist in the woodshed. Gets told he's going to have his neck broken. Runs off like a pussy. Then he comes back. Brings back a bunch of villagers. They all sign a statement saying Dinah's cray cray. (laughs) All of a sudden, everything stops. The entity... Flies off into heaven and in a burst of light, the poltergeist entity is never seen again. Dinah sent to an orphanage and that's where our story ends. So. Damn. Based on what you heard today and the happenings, what would you give for a spooky rating out of 10?
0: I give this one because it was like a holy poop moment. (laughs) I give this one seven poop smears Out of 10 kitchen floors.
1: (laughs) Awesome. Well, listeners, thanks for listening to another episode of Spooky Stories. Again, I'm your spooky host, Kaya, and with me I have...
0: Your co-ghost host, and the kooky one, Matt McComb.
1: Thank you for listening, and we will catch you again next time.